Yo, yo. What's up, everybody? Today is uh, 12-22. Um, night two of the December decimation. Little fucking get-together of local and semi-foreign bands. Um, tonight was night two, which featured the Mirage Theory, which... I seen before and I don't think I actually seen them tonight. I think I actually fucking showed up a little late. I think I showed up at like 7.30 and they had just left. Um, the Zenith Passage, which the drummer to the Zenith Passage is fucking phenomenal, but the rest of the band is fucking bland. They're, they're unseasoned white rice steamed in a fucking, on a fucking sewer grate. Bland, with no seasoning. But that even, that might even be generous. I mean, they're just like the gen- most generic metal band you could possibly think of. But I mean, the I mean, they're all right for what they are. I guess if you want to just strictly metal with blast beats, like that's cool. Um, the Mirage Theory I've seen before. They're not nothing too crazy. They're they're all right. I mean, I wouldn't pay money to go see them myself. Uh, and then moving on, we had, I think the band's called Entheos, which has a, a girl lead singer, and that's not no issue there. They actually started off fantastic, like the first song was pretty good, and then like the most forgettable, like six songs in a row, and they ended pretty well with a good ender song, a good close song, but they need to work on... I think these are young bands, like, uh, the Zenith Passage and Entheos, and I don't mean to dog them like that, but I gave them a fair listen. They're not my style. They're not my cup of tea. But I mean, they need they need they need work. They too, they they suffered from like every song just sounded the same. Like it was just a big long twenty minute set of the same song, which you can't do. Um, they need to work on their people skills as well, like talking to the crowd. Not every band can do that. Not every front man or front woman wants to. But you got it. You got it. If you're in the, if you're the lead singer, you got it. Uh, and then, and then spite. Now, this is where I'm gonna start because the first three bands almost didn't count. Um, I was up in the rafters just chilling. As per my usual, I don't I don't mosh to bands I don't fucking know. Number one, as I stated in the past, injury it's injury prone, and you're coming into a situation where they got diehard fans, loyal to the core from when they started in their infancy stage in the backyard, to where they made it to a big stage, and their fans want to show out. And this could be any band that hits any stage of any relevancy. And the glass house is pretty relevant in SoCal. So, as I said, per the code, I don't mosh the bands that I don't know. But I want to get close enough to feel the fire. And when I mean bands that I don't know, I mean, like, I'll take Knock Loose for an example. Knock Loose, I had heard of, I listened to for about six months, maybe nine months and then I found out they were coming to LA but I was well I had already 
game planned it out. I already mentally mapped the entire knuckles, and I was underprepared because I had not seen them as a main band, and I had not seen them in person. I actually I did see them in person at Warp Tour, but I wasn't like close enough to experience how wild it was gonna get. And they caught me off guard a little bit, but I was I could handle. I was well aware of what I was walking into. Spite. Now, Spite has been trending upwards as of late. I mean, I don't. I know they're. I know they're from California. I think they're from. I don't know if they're from Oakland or Sacramento or the what part of the Bay Area they're from. But I know they're from up north. And Spite has been on my radar now for about. Oh, I want to say. The last three or four months, I keep seeing people, you know, I hang on Twitter and I follow a lot of hardcore bands, Sanction, uh, Vane, you know, Harm's Way, The Occasion. I follow a bunch of those bands and a bunch of their, the bands got pages and then the pages got the band members that chime in and talk to each other. So I follow a lot of those accounts because I'm connected to the music now in that, in that aspect. But I keep seeing people talking about Spite. So I was like, okay, let me check them out. And I checked them out. I listened to uh, on Spotify. Like I said, I've got Spotify. So I did my due justice. And I and the music on the record, you could tell that it was recorded like... It's not the greatest recordings. The recordings are not going to do this band justice. Not going to do this band justice. They got, you know... But I could tell that they were the the band is rambunctious. Yeah, they're a little bit. You could tell by what they were putting out on on their records or whatever they, the little EPs, whatever they got out. That spite was fucking out. It was high on my list to check out. Now, when the December Decimation Fest first was announced, I thought it was gonna be one night of. Bleeding through Carnifex, Winds of Plague, Spite, and maybe like one other band. I was like, holy shit, that's gonna be a fucking jailhouse, fucking straight up slaughter fest. Like, nobody's walking out that bitch. Uh, they split it into two days, which I thought felt was okay. Like, you know, the pricing was right. You know, it was not like 40 bucks a pop, it was like 40 bucks for both combined. Uh, so, as I stated yesterday, Bleeding Through is my band. I don't even need to fucking... I don't even need to throw on... I just throw on their shit because I like it. I don't need to fucking listen to their shit to fucking know what the fuck I'm walking into. Winds of Plague, I kind of do because I only really listen to um, Decimate the Week. Uh, that album from way back. Uh, nobody around me that I know personally liked the band. And they didn't really tour with any of the bands that I, like, rolled with. You know, I rolled a lot with the Acacia Strain, uh, Throwdown, Hatebreed, Bleeding Through, Sinai Beach for a while. You know, that area. I don't know, Suicide Science. And for whatever reason, Winds of Plague never really gravitated towards those other bands. They gravitated, gravitated toward, more towards the metalcore side of things, which took off in another direction. And I kind of, like... Didn't go that direction, but Winds of Plague has been there. Um, 
I'm not no diehard Winds of Play fan, but I do know like several songs, including but not limited to Angels of Debauchery, which is probably my favorite song from them. Decimate the Weak, The Impaler, uh, you know, just a bunch of songs that I can think of off that off that album. Well, I can't think of actually. I'm at a loss of words, but. It was going to be Winds of Plague and Spite now as day two. Now, originally, like I had, like I just said, when I went to go buy the ticket, I was like, fuck, man. I hope it's not this thing where it's like 40 bucks for night one, 40 bucks for night two, because I was not going to fucking get two tickets, you know. I knew I was going to go to Bleeding Through. That was just, that was a no-brainer. But when the thing came up, it was 25 bucks for one night. Or, you know, if you wanted to go to the individual or 35 bucks for the pair of nights, two day pass thing. I said at that time, I said, OK, here's my chance. I'll come. I'll watch Winds of Plague being the main band and I'll fucking I'll see Spite. Like the hype was already there. Not that it was the hype, but I was, they have been on my radar bands to check out. Like there's other bands on my radar that I want to check out that I need to get like uh, Code Orange uh, they don't even need any hype I believe they're fucking legit but I need to see them they don't know who they roll with but they don't roll with any of the bands that I roll with but I need to make time to go see Code Orange um, there's a shitload of other bands out there I need to I've seen Sanction randomly but they are fucking tearing shit up Vane is tearing shit up. Uh, Year of the Knife. If you guys don't know who Year of the Knife is. Or Jesus Peace. I've seen them both. I've seen them before I even knew who they were. And now I need to see them again. Because those both those bands individually are fucking, fucking phenomenal. Crazy phenomenal. Uh, Sharp Tooth. But then Sharp Tooth doesn't roll with any of the bands that I know. But anyways, there's other bands on my radar that are like... If they come this way And they come with a semi-decent tour Like I'd like to go But Spike has been one of those bands as well And the opportunity came up tonight uh, To catch them And You know I take I take things for what they are I myself if If I'm a virgin to the band I like to actually watch I kind of watch what's going on in the crowd because I'm trying to get close to the band, get a sense and feeling of what's about to happen. You can tell when the band's got a lot of hype, and and it's not hype when the band's got energy, when they got a fucking energy to them, and the people know that the fucking band just fucking brings it and they fucking rock hard, and their music rocks hard. You could tell the fucking. All the big dudes get to the middle. Everybody gets in their little cliques. They start talking. And, they, and everybody does the exact same fucking thing I do when they start prepping for the moshing. Everybody gets loose. They start cracking jokes. They do their little stretches. They start fucking around, you know, dancing to the hip-hop music playing in the background. They start check-checking, you know, check one. And people in the crowd like, check two. You know, they start doing some ho shit like that and... And I do the same thing. Uh, 
hardcore bands I like totally love. I zone, I put it myself in the zone because I know what's gonna happen. But I could see that when Spike was getting close, I was like, okay, well, this looks like it's gonna be fucking something else. And boy, oh boy, B O B, J F C, Jesus fucking Christ, bro. On a scale of one to ten, there is a level fifteen of fucking goddamn intensity. Right out the gate, like the first fucking. 20 seconds of a song fucking the glass house went from being at peace with itself like if they had turned the lights on people would have been that could have solved peace right there like people were chill like I don't know if you've ever been to a concert and there's just people just hanging around in that you know the lights are dim there's the fog machines going and you fucking and everybody's just kind of chilling there's nobody really arguing or punching each other doing dumb shit to each other but if you turn on the lights at that moment at that moment and nobody realized it you would have solved world peace you would have you would have world peace right there in that little nucleus of, of bodies uh fuck my voice is trash bro but anyways yeah it went from possible world peace moment esque to a fucking in a matter of like 10 seconds I don't even think 10 seconds maybe like 5 seconds flat this is a 5 second dash this is a fucking Pomona we're fucking spite however long it took me to fucking say that shit to go from peace and harmony to uh a fucking to fucking man I can't even think of a good example but it just looked like a fucking a bomb exploded in the middle of fucking the glass house people fucking fly and the fucking you know the mosh pits it, it, some, I don't know the mosh pits varying the band to band but this one just went from fucking it was like probably right out the gate it was fucking massive not the biggest one I've ever seen at the glass house or with the most people involved but it's definitely a lot of motherfuckers not giving a fuck about any fucking thing or about any fucking one and just fucking going wild uh, like I said I have been checking out Kill or Be Killed is Maybe the only song I truly know from them. I don't know what they opened up. I have to. I have to now sit down and fucking listen to Spite because Spite is fucking. Spite is coming. I don't know where they're going to, but they're coming. They may reach knock loose levels like next year. They may. Re- they may reach fucking. They may, they, I don't know. They may go far. They may reach some fucking levels, man. There's levels to this shit. They're they're on another level right now, and they are in the infancy stage of what I call bandism because they could totally headline the fucking glass house or any fucking venue in SoCal. And I guarantee you'd be a fucking riot. 
and they weren't even the headliner. So there's they're they're, they're they should already be the headliner, and they shouldn't be fucking around with shitty bands beneath them. They, they are capable of bringing in two or three bands that are fucking just as fucking ruthless and start selling shit out. But either way, the spike kicked off and it was just a fucking riot, man. It looked like it looked like fucking a Royal Rumble on fucking WWE. Literally, that's just how it just how it looked. It looked and it felt. Now, I, like I said, I wasn't watching because I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, I came to watch Spite. I did mosh to Wins the Plague, but I was I came to watch Spite. Like, I'm like, I'm not gonna get involved in a fucking melee brawl, straight anarchy, uh, and receive a beating that is unwarranted. However, now that I've fully absorbed spite into my life. I can now regress to my Spotify at home. And now I can fucking... Now the next time they come back to town, I will be in the fucking pit going absolutely fucking silverback ape shit. Because uh, I'm a big motherfucker, so I could just fucking mow people over at will if I want to. And that's just what my my intentions are. If Spite should come back anywhere in uh, the LA Inland Empire area. A song that sticks out to me is a song that they called IED. Uh, like hit mid set, fucking absolutely fucking violent. Uh, they, they didn't end with Killer Be Killed. That was the second to the last song, but the last song that they did play was a fucking another banger. Uh, I got nothing to say. Like I said, they're out of a scale of one to ten, they're about a fifteen on the fucking ignorance level. Uh, and when I mean ignorant, I mean fucking ignorant, like. I don't know who the singer is, but it just said, we are spite, stay angry. That was just the last thing that came out that band's mouth. That's the last thing I heard from that band. And we're fucking like three days from Christmas. <laughs> Two and a half days, whatever. Sunday, Monday, and it's Christmas, man. Is it Sunday already? No, it's still Saturday. But it's, you know, we're, you know, it's a fucking jolly season. Motherfuckers still angry. It don't get no better than that, man. That I'm fucking sold. Fucking sold. I don't... Boy, did I make a fucking great decision. I'm picking up a fucking... A two-day pass to a festival that I was only gonna... Might have gone to one day. Boy, did I not fuck that up. You... Sometimes you get lucky and you don't fuck up. And you make some fucking wise decision out of nowhere. Because I believe I am the only one in California... In my not in California, the only one in Fontana, the only one in the local area that has probably seen that band, and now I am the forefather. I get to spread the news of the, of the band hype, the word of mouth. That's how that shit goes, right? I'm sold, so I can sell somebody else. Go fucking watch Spite, 
fucking have your mind fucking blown. You know, take a load like a shotgun to the back of your fucking head, bro. Boom. Just fucking let spite hit you in the fucking cranium, bro. Jesus, that band is fucking intense. It's fucking intense from 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 the first tap of the drum to the fucking checking to the microphone on the ground. It's fucking 110% maximum fucking Deadpool effort all the way in fucking like unrelenting fucking beatdowns. And again, a motherfucker told me a long time ago, you can't fucking have a set of 30 minutes and it just be a straight fucking mosh. Yes, you can. Knock Loose does it. Spike does it. The Acacia Strain does it. Bleeding Through does it. You can fucking have a 40 minute set of straight anger and fucking just straight breakdowns. You can do it. You totally can do it. You don't have to fucking sing. You don't have to fucking flower up your music with fucking uh, guitar solos every five seconds and fucking you don't have to sing a love song if you don't want to. You can just sing straight fucking hate. Straight hate. Out, out your and it'll fuck it works. Spite is straight hate. Uh I've been talking about this man for a cool minute. I, I can't I can't even begin to describe how blown away like that now I only get blown away so many times by so many bands. Uh but this fucking blew me away, man. Like I'm gonna be a fucking spite fan for a cool minute now. Now, like, they're going to be... I'm going to go fucking... Now I got to go home, find their Twitter, find their fucking Instagram, and fucking follow that shit, and pay attention to what they're doing for uh, years now, I guess. They're that good. God forbid anything happens to that band, I'll I'll be following them for years. And as I'm nearing Mosh retirement, uh, like I said, I got a year or two left. If I can catch them... A time or two in that time, perfect. I'll get to flex my fucking silverback ape shit muscles and can go fucking ham in another venue. I'd love to see them at the glass house again. I mean, like, there's not that many good venues in the Inland Empire right now, and we're missing the showcase, like I said before, in another podcast. But the chain. It's probably their most logical next destination step as a headliner if they're going to do it that way. Uh, or hopefully back at the glass house is not a main band, but if they're not the main band, I can go ape shit anyways. The glass house, there's more room to breathe. Uh, and when I say I'm near Mosh retirement, I keep saying like a year or two. Maybe it's a year to year and a half now. I keep saying, I've been saying a year or two for like more than six months now and when I say I'm near my retirement I got bands I'm gonna check off the list and then only bands that I once held a mighty affinity for will like said bands like Haybreed they roll through the town yes I'm gonna mosh even if I'm 40 Bleeding through. I'll be marching with them if I'm 50, 60. I don't give a fuck until that band is absolutely done playing shows. 
But as far like ten years from now, will I be moshing to fucking some new shit that I'm listening to? No. Will I be coming to concerts? Yeah, but will I be hanging out in the back drinking a beer, chilling, hopefully with my kid or teenager or wife or something? Sure. Do I see myself moshing when I'm forty? Absolutely not. Um, this is a young kid's game. I know that. Everybody knows that. But I'm not quite at the age to call it up. Anyways. Spite 110%. I'm fucking sold. Check them the fuck out. It is. They are fucking violent, angry, and phenomenal live. Just fucking phenomenal. I don't know if the record. If it's going to try. Like I. I like I listened to it uh, on Spotify. I gave it a couple of passings through, but now I gotta really like listen to it and really throw it on on full decimals now, instead of listening to it on my, like a headphone or little AirPods. And that was spite. That's my review of spite. Moving on, uh, wins the plague, bro. I, for whatever reason, uh, I've been a fan of Winds of Plague for a cool minute. My brother can vouch for me. I've been talking about Winds of Plague. I always, I always love the Angels of Debauchery, uh, just to make the weak the impeller. Like I had those songs on burn CDs and shit hit in the background. I downloaded those songs like because when I had uh, LimeWire, I downloaded them and then they were on my Apple iTunes and I always had them and I've been. Bumping their shit off and on On Spotify Because I was like Well damn They came out with like I didn't know Because I didn't follow them around uh, Four other albums So I listened to uh, The album after Destiny of the Week Which I don't know the name And I know they came out With a new album That I listened to The two singles Off of Which they played In our fucking Phenomenal as well man Winds of Plague I've now seen them like three or four times in the last like year or two and each time they're getting better and I don't know if it's me gravitating more towards them or they're just getting better they're rounding out somehow better than they were like eight years ago when I first encountered them ten years ago when I first encountered them they're just rounding out better like their sets are getting better or maybe I'm just getting more used to the songs. I don't know. Could be one of those things. I have to take a fucking shit. I'm like... I got the chills. I'm trying to race my ass home, but... This fucking car is going slow in front of me. But we're still talking with the play here. I may have to pause this and stitch it together... Uh, after I shit. But... Yeah, I'm probably gonna do that. Hold up. I'll be right back. Anyways, I'm back after like a 15 minute hiatus. I had to go take a shit, and that was. If you guys know from yesterday's podcast, uh, my ass is still on the tender side of things, so taking a shit is painfully, excruciatingly hard. Or not hard, it's just 
it's a slow tender process right now and uh I've been eating bread I've been on that bread diet like I said and I eat I've been eating bread the last couple days so my shit is actually it's got a little it's not water no more it's got a little fucking texture to it kind of like applesauce but that little bit that now it wasn't there before but now like it fucking is like like I was trying to explain to my brother it's like Hulk Hogan ripping off his little little last yellow shirt coming out of my ass that's what it feels like that's exactly what it feels like and it's just it's just a sensitive process like my asshole feels like it's on fire right now at like 105 degrees Fahrenheit but I know it's just it's cause it's like it's trying to catch its breath and I'm trying to like hold my asshole in one place in one piece anyways <laughs> too much information there but nonetheless it's my, this is my podcast the fucking 15 or 20 of you out there that listen to it regularly you know whatever you guys you guys fucking just gotta deal with it once I get shit going and I get like 100 or 200 or 500 listeners or something if I get there no it's not a matter if it's when I get there I guess these these episodes will be a lot more mainstreamish cleanish but for right now this is just this is just a me show uh but anyways uh winds of plague a winds of plague was uh we covered spite winds of plague i've seen them the last two years or so two or three years like three or four times like and for whatever reason and not to say that that band is not trending upwards or they're not or they don't got a steady fan base or it's not a knock to them but they've they've been loosely around bleeding through which I think is a phenomenal move for them any band that's around bleeding because bleeding through gets a lot of attention in my eyes and they get a lot of attention in a lot of eyes as they're a popular band they bring it bleeding through just fucking brings it they're like one of these other bands like the case of brings it I pay, I pay attention to bands that the Acacia Strain talk to and hang out with it or their friends or that they listen to. I just That's just how it is. So I discovered new music. So I discovered Knock Loose. I discovered Kublai Khan. So I discovered a bunch of other bands. Um, that's just how, I, just, how, just that's how this industry rolls. It's who knows who, who plays with who, who can fucking bring it. Uh, this, that, and the other thing. But Winds of Plague has been loosely... I think I've seen them now. I Have I seen them all the times with Bleeding Through? I don't think so. I think I've seen them somewhere else where I was like, they were all by themselves. Apart from Bleeding Through. But I did see them with their farewell tour. I did see them at at the reunion in the observatory I seen them at the showcase not too long ago that was with Bleeding Through as well and then I seen them I seen them somewhere else I can't put my finger as to where at this very moment 
Because I go to shows all over the fucking place. Something I do. Uh, and then I seen them tonight. Uh, at the glass house. But this time they were for sure their own standalone band, you know, and rightfully so, man. Fuck. Like I said, I don't know if they're trending upwards or if they're trending in a good direction or if they're just catching the wave at a good moment, man. Like, sometimes that happens to bands too. Like, bands catch, you know, try and try and try and then boom they hit gold like two or three CDs in like that's just how it goes sometimes like Walls of Jericho took them like two albums to get or three to finally get to where I thought they should have been the entire time Walls of Jericho is fantastic if you don't know who that band is check them out all their old shit too The Bound Feed the Gag uh, and forward Fucking all hell the dead A day in a thousand years And those albums I don't know Like I said I don't know why it took them You know Like So many years to catch on They should have caught on Maybe it's cause of the girl thing I don't know Anyways When's the play has been fucking... Ch- and then tonight, like... It just was fucking... Uh, they were fucking... Ignorant, man. I keep saying ignorant. But... Like I said earlier for Spy... You can make... A set... Of like... Eight to ten songs that you're gonna play. You know... And them all be just their fucking most hateful mosh songs that you want to fucking, as a band, just show out. Like, you can do that. That is, that would be, if I was in a band, and I honestly have thought about joining bands. I've thought about taking my talents to the stage because I feel like I have something to offer. Uh people in the musical aspect but I mean it's crossed my mind and I could talk about that another day but I don't really want to stop what I'm doing Uh, I've had other things going on in my life I can't just stop what I'm doing pick up a microphone call up a bunch of people hammer out a sound and then me control everything and you know it's, it's a give and go type of deal I get. I would need four motherfuckers to let me be the singer, and then have them just want to make the heaviest breakdowns ever. Combine them into a song with my lyrics, and then fucking just stomp a mud hole in another band's assholes along the way. And while it probably could work, it's hard to find people like that that like live right by me, and that can work with my. Flex with my current schedule as is. So, anyways, Wizard Plague is fucking ignorant, man. Uh, they open with Decimate the Week, which is like in my top two or three songs from them. Song I've been bumping for years. Uh, 
from them. And, and I like it because for two reasons. And I'll tell you why that's... Angels of Debauchery is probably my favorite song from them. Followed right behind would be The Impaler and maybe Decimate the Week. Uh, but I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why it's probably Decimate the Week. is like... Why I always... Why that song probably should be number one. But it's not. But it should. Um, it just... it just I flip-flopped on it for many years. That's the song I first heard of Winds of Plague. And actually, the guy brought up a good point. They were Bleak December way back when. And I remember when they actually went from being Bleak December to Winds of Plague. And I thought they were just like one of these bands. Because bands actually did that a lot. Um, when I was like going to shows in the first like... Bands would break up and they would like literally change one member and it would be a whole new a whole new band. But you'd see their flyers like formerly this band, and that happened. Bleak December, Winds of Play, formerly Bleak December. I don't know what uh, was the get up and that, but you know who cares? Shit was ages ago. Um. Like I said, uh, Decimate the Week features the original version, has a singer from Sworn Enemy do guest vocals on there. I don't know how they pulled that one off being a band like so long ago. Uh, Could have been the record label, Century Media or whatever they were on. I don't actually know what record label they were on in those olden days. But, or maybe prosthetic, or I don't know who the fuck. But they had the vocalist for Sworn Enemy, you know, on the fucking, on the track. And the blend of it going from, it's a flawless blend, like, It straight up is like a death metal song to a black metal song. To and then it just fucking I don't know it hits you with the curveball into straight up old school hardcore. And those vocals take it over the top. And then the gang vocals in, you know, saying decimate the week. Fucking brilliant. Um like I said, Angels of Debauchery is probably my favorite of the two songs. In the long in the long run, after all these years, it probably is. But Decimate the Week is probably number two. And I, like I said, for those reasons, like... When I was younger, I was more impressionable by music, in a sense. Uh, not that I'm an elitist now, but... Most of the punk side of things have tapered off I mean I never was like a huge punk fan but the punk aspect of stuff has has always been there Hatebreed early Hatebreed sounds like they could have just been an old punk band 
uh, old Metallica was a punk band. I mean, there there's punk influences throughout hardcore, but metal is bay, uh, hardcore is bay, and the metal core is bay, and the punk side of things has just punk in general has just really, really like dissipated disappeared to almost it's almost not even existent right now i don't know what's going on in the state of punk uh i don't see no punk kids anywhere i I don't know if the punk kids disappeared or they just molded into fucking some emo youngsters that have no fucking no fucking uh leadership at the top or no no fucking that pop punk killed the shit out of fucking punk. And I don't think punk has recovered fully from it. There is no crazy ass punk band that you've heard of. Uh, hardcore was maintaining some punk elements. But I think that age of hardcore is almost gone. Like I can't think of any band maybe other than like... Come back, kid. I don't know if they're still going around. Stick to your guns a little bit. Hey, breed a little bit. I don't know any punkish hardcore bands right now off the top of my head that I can think of that are like relevant. And there's no punk metal bands either. Even there should be. Cause punk is. Uh, not that I'm a huge punk fan myself, but punk has its times and places. Um, punk, to me, punk's got to be raw. That's the one thing about it. It can't be clean. It's got to be raw as fuck. So, and that's what, to me, that's what, you know, these, some metal bands, most metal bands taper off into is to too, shit is too clean. Nah, you got to keep that shit raw, motherfucker. But that Decimate the Week has that. You could totally tell, like, that song in and of itself. It just fucking stops and it just fucking hits you with the different vocals and a whole different vibe to the music. Like the slight heavy punk hardcore riff to it in the middle of the song. It's fucking beautiful. You know, every. That that part of the song is the best part of the song. I am sent from hell is like the crowning peak, but then it, everybody starts two step and decimate the week, and then there's a breakdown that follows right after. And you can't you can't get over that shit. It's a solid like minute and a half of music right there. Is well written. Whoever designed that song, fucking bravo. But Winds of Plague is was fucking fantastic. Like I said, they've been. To me, going upwards, maybe it's just I'm getting more used to them now that I'm seeing them. I've seen them now a few times, man, in close proximity. And I, each time they play, they're getting better in my eyes. Like, better songs they're picking, longer sets. I know more than one song now, I know a handful of songs. Uh, just what it is. Um, but they and they played fucking ignorant too, man. 
fucking ah, oh, dude, the fucking set was good, dude. It was totally worth, you know, dragging my ass out of the house because I was, I kind of was like, the the thought almost crept into my head like, nah, maybe I'll just stay home tonight. How good could this show really be? Like, it's Winds of Plague in spite. You know, that thought nearly crept in there. Like, I'll just stay home. It's cold. I'm going to get home late. My asshole could act up. It could flare up. I could get the shits again. You know, whatever the case may be. I was actually thinking about just not going. Even though I paid the 40 bucks. But I drug myself out I was like you know you know what it's Saturday Christmas right around the corner I could be bored all day tomorrow I was like I just go I already got the ticket all I gotta do is show up that's all I gotta do fucking went phenomenal man phenomenal like it was a little bit kind of like eh so so for the first for the two bands that I did watch prior to uh Entheos and uh the Zenith passage prior to Spite but that's neither here nor there Spite fucking completely decimated the December decimation little fast fucking decimated the fuck out of that blew the shit away and fucking Winds of Plague fucking just fucking was phenomenal as well totally worth totally worth the money I spent the time, the effort, the get up, the go. You know, it's not. You know, I tonight I was all by myself. That's another thing. Yesterday was really cool because I knew people that were there. Today, nobody that I knew went, but I went, and now uh, I have a leg up on everybody. Uh, like I said, I, I, I got I got something on everybody now. Like, holy shit. Um, fucking phenomenal. It was phenomenal, man. I give, I give this show, too, like a 9.5 out of 10. Uh, Bleeding Through and Carnifex, I give that shit like 9.5 out of 10, too. The bands before them, I, I wish I would have picked a little bit better opening bands. But whatever. To each their own. Um, Spike killed it. Winds of Plague killed it. Carnifex was really good. I enjoyed them. I enjoyed bleeding through. Fucking four bands in two days. That fucking, to me, just totally was like, okay. I'm in a good place musically. I know musically I'm in a good place. And that's where you want to be. That's where I want to be all the time. I don't ever want to be in a place where I'm listening to some shit and it puts you to sleep. Or I'm listening to some shit and I can't get fucking juices flowing in my fucking dick and in my fucking heart and in my fucking head. And I can't get attached to it. Because if I'm just listening to some bland shit, you might as well pull the plug on live. Because there ain't nothing much up. You know, at the end of the day... At the end of the day, let, let, you know, at the end of the day, when I'm an old man, when I'm an old man, or maybe not, maybe I'm on my deathbed, maybe I got six months left to live, 
type of shit. You know, you never know when you're gonna go. But right now, I'm in. I if I were to die tomorrow, I would die. This podcast gets sent out. Y'all would know that I fucking seen bands, seen some shit, and fucking musically, I was in the right place. Um, anything else, maybe who, who gives a fuck? But assuming I, I live to like I'm like I say seventy five or eighty or whatever. That's a long ways from now. But I, I assuming I live that long, and I'm an old man, and I'm fucking just chilling at my pad. I'm still gonna be listening to this shit that I'm listening to now, but I won't be like one of these old folks that only listens to like one or two. Like I'm gonna have the entire f- fucking face down collection to listen to, the Trust Kill collection. Okay, I'm gonna have all of that shit at my fingertips. Just listening to music in my garage, you know, talking about the olden days, whatever the case may be. Maybe shooting the shit with you guys forty years from now, you know, virtually somehow in a fucking in a fucking virtual reality playground, you know, black uh black uh black mirror style. Who knows? But. Uh, musically Always gonna be in a good place Because You just never know when the fuck you're gonna die You don't wanna be listening to crap uh, You gotta listen to people's crap all day long Why fucking choose to listen to crap And what I mean crap I mean Sure I do listen to pop Yeah I can get I can cut a little rug but at the end of the day, man, this is this is my bay. You know, I grew up a metalhead. Fucking became a hardcore kid. Then I became a metalcore kid. And now I'm a fucking a full blown. I judge. I'm judged during executioner in my own eyes as to who and fucking what I want to listen to, and how I go about picking bands I like. Picking the bands like got nothing to do with how you sound on the album. Got nothing to do with shit else. I need to plant my two feet in front of you at a show. And that's the final verdict. If you fucking rock, I'm with it. If you fucking don't rock, I'm not with it. If you fuck around too much, start singing too much bullshit... Doing too much pop shit I'm not with it I'm just not You gotta come with some energy For any band out there You guys come across this podcast One of these days Come with the fucking energy If you don't got no energy Or if you're fucking pouty Or if you forget the lyrics You know Just fucking Just yell But come with that energy We can set The people in the crowd can feel it We feel that shit Come with the energy, man. There's always gonna be people out me like like me out there. Well, all we want to do is just fucking kill people in the mosh pit. Just fucking make keep making music. And I and that's why I think probably I'm gonna go into next. Maybe the next topic we talk about get back into the mosh. 
the mosh fucking uh, chronicles as it is mosh life because uh, this year's ending and I want to end it on a topic that I'm like you know I don't, well, I don't maybe know who knows who knows what the next podcast is going to be I'm about ready to wrap up the December decimation fucking two day bonanza festival that I just experienced um and I don't think I'm going to get back on to past Christmas, so I just kind of wanted to give you a heads up. Probably won't be back till after Christmas. De- but I don't know when New Year's is, so definitely before maybe or after. I may either be back soon or maybe a while. And the uh, topic, the... Topic and subject matter of choice will be TBD at a, uh, an appropriate time or at a later time, but I might I might go into the more more into the Mosh Chronicles because I feel like I didn't finish. I'd actually have to go and re-listen to it like that, take a little note, and then get into where I think Mosh is going um, and shit like that. But we'll see, we'll see. Anyways, you guys. Uh, the December Decimation Festival hands out four bands from four different uh, spectrums of fucking metal, hardcore, and deathcore, and fucking and metal in general. Like uh, you know, fucking phenomenal, man. Each each band very different than the other one. Uh, I enjoyed myself. Hell of a way to end the year of, of concerts. And this year was a year of concerts, man. I went to some fucking concerts this year that I am not fucking disappointed that I went to. I think the first one was back in February. Went to go see Martyr AD. Uh, a little soft spot there, but... Yeah, uh, Martyr AD and 18 Visions. Um, took somebody with me, but... I'm not at liberty to bring her up, because... I choose not to but this year has been a year of concerts I went and seen uh, I went to Warp Tour phenomenal uh, I went and seen Knock Loose phenomenal Terror and Jesus piece with them included that shit was phenomenal uh, I went and seen ASAP Ferg randomly. Phenomenal as well. Denzel Curry. Rap show. Phenomenal. And that, those kind of shows are going to crop up too. I'm not a hater of other music. But I don't really spend my money on them. Um, Warp Tour. Uh, where else did I go I went all over the place man I think I went to fucking Face Down Festival earlier this year with uh, Sinai Beach and Gideon uh, bleeding through shows I think one in June was their reunion and then they played in the, at the Roxy and they played again Three times in a couple months. Just like the olden days. Um, 
and then Casey Trading after the burial, uh, Whitechapel, Chelsea Green, all those bands, Wage War, Nimir, System of a Down. How could I forget? I went to a bunch of concerts recently, end of the years. Phenomenal shit, man. Uh, did I see? Yeah, I seen it. Did I see Hebrew this year? I'm not even sure. Or was it last year? I'm not sure. But phenomenal. I went to uh, I went to the LA County Fair. Went to go see War. Uh, shows all over the place. Music, fucking concerts, all over the place, man. Uh, totally worth it. Totally worth my time, my my body, my blood, my sweat, and everything that happens to me. Um, superb, fucking superb. You know, it's what it is, man. All right, guys, I'm out. Uh, I'm rambling on now. Anyway, I'm gonna get in because it's already fucking midnight, and I'm gonna fucking cut this shit, put it up, and get it out into the fucking podcast world and let you guys uh vibe on it all right late